This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Well, we've got a wind chill advisory in effect until about noon today for basically all of our listening area. If you have stuck your nose out this morning, you know it is frigid. Forecast for today, you might see a little sunshine, but it is not going to improve our temperatures at all. The best we'll do today is zero. Then you factor in the winds out of the west, 8 to 15 miles an hour. We'll have wind chills that will easily reach minus 10 to minus 20 degrees. So you've got to be careful if you're going to be outside. Make sure that the kids are bundled up very good when they're headed towards the bus. Tonight, partly cloudy, down to 14 below. That means by tomorrow morning, we could have wind chills as cold as minus 30. Saturday, sunshine again, but still bitterly cold for the expected high tomorrow. There is a slight chance of flurries on Sunday, partly sunny, but still continued bitterly cold. Daytime highs on Sunday around 10 degrees, but again, those wind chills get us in towards that area, minus 20. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist will be breathing on the microphone with us here in about 15 minutes live via Skype. Also up before 6 o'clock, it's uh, a date that a lot of people look forward to regardless of who's playing. Super Bowl 2019 is on the way. The Patriots versus the Rams down in Atlanta, which is going to be warmer than it'll be around here. We are talking about what the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin team is doing to try to Get some attention on Wisconsin cheese, Wisconsin dairy products. Talking with Sue Fanning about that after 5.30. At Compere Financial, we understand how challenging farming and this way of life can be. And we know you can't predict what the upcoming growing season will bring. So while there's nothing wrong with hoping for the best, preparing for everything is even better. That's why so many farmers look to us to help manage their risk and protect their investment with crop insurance coverage. Contact your local Compere Financial Crop Insurance Specialist before the March 15th sign-up deadline or visit us at Compere.com. Compere Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Listen, I want you to stop for a minute and think back 10 years. Did you have a cell phone? What the cell phone look like? What could it do? Did you have a computer? The reason I'm pointing this out is look how fast technology changes. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here to tell you the story of the University of Wisconsin School of Veterinary Medicine and its clinic. They are on the cutting edge research and use state-of-the-art technology. But guess what? You're working with a horse, a cow, a dog, a cat. The x-ray equipment, the CAT scan equipment, it takes up space. So in order for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine to continue to be a world-class research and treatment facility, they need more space. Find out more about the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, how it's saving lives and serving Wisconsin, and how you can get involved. Go to AnimalsNeedHeroes2.com. Again, AnimalsNeedHeroes2.com. You won't regret it. Local commercial knowledge with local experience. That's how Rural Mutual Insurance has been protecting businesses in Wisconsin since 1934. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local company that knows you and your needs? Rural Mutual is the number one writer of farms and the third largest writer of commercial business in the state of Wisconsin. We only do business in Wisconsin, so premiums paid here stay here. To keep Wisconsin strong, contact your local Rural Mutual Insurance expert or visit us at RuralMutual.com to learn how you can protect what matters most. Hearing the term CAFO brings a shudder to many people, mainly because they don't understand what CAFOs are all about. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn 
But there still is important research being done on CAFO, these large animal facilities, all the time, Pam. And some of that research and uh, some of that information is going to be shared pretty soon, I understand. Well, that's right, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Beginning in February, there are going to be a bunch of different information meetings bringing together those CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding groups from across the state. Uh, Kevin Erb is one of the nutrient managers that is involved from the extension side of things, bringing those large farming operations together with regulatory agencies, the DNR, the Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, as well as University Extension. It's not always a real comfortable conversation when you bring those groups together, but Kevin Herb says that's exactly why they're doing it, trying to make sure that all of the paperwork that those CAFOs are required to handle is an open exchange of information between the two. Paperwork is a hassle for farmers. It's also a hassle for the DNR and the agencies as well. And obviously, if we can all come together, learn exactly what's needed and how to do it right and to avoid problems, it's going to be easier for everybody in the long run. Have we seen any changes of uh, requirements on these farms, uh, Kevin, that you're going to be reviewing, or is it just a matter of updating paperwork? So when we're talking about these large farms, what we're really talking about here, Pam, are those farms that have more than a 1,000 animal units. Uh, For comparison purposes here, we're looking at a million pounds of beef or dairy animal. Those larger farms have been required since the early 1980s to have a five-year operating permit, a WPDES permit from the DNR, uh, in order to operate. And so there's uh, just about 300 or so of those operations around the state. But we've also got a significant number of farms that are just below that threshold or maybe thinking about, well, over the next few years or so, maybe I will add some young stock here, bring the heifers back in or whatever, and it'll kick me over that 1,000 animal unit threshold. And so the idea is that we really want to have information available for both groups and focusing in on a couple of things. One is the updates, the changes to the administrative rules and to the regulations. Obviously, the folks in the eastern side of the state are concerned about NR 151, which is the new sinkhole and shallow bedrock rules, but those types of shallow bedrock features actually exist all the way from Polk County, uh, two or three counties in from the Minnesota border, the Iowa border, circling around through Dane County and then up the Lake Michigan shoreline as well. So while the 151 rules don't affect uh, folks outside of those 15 counties, it's really important for the future that farms outside of those areas know what those changes are and start probably proactively implementing some of those changes around the NR-151 rules on their own farms. Right. Well, and, you know, aside from just getting the specifics, Kevin, uh, it's also just nice to see some physical faces representing these agencies. Uh, the The cost of these permits is not something to... Uh, to uh, blink at. They are pretty substantial, so making sure you're bringing all your advisors along with you to these meetings is critical. Right. So the meetings themselves, we really look at several target audiences here to come together and to share information. Obviously, the permit holder from the livestock farm and their key management folks working on the manure management side, uh, they're both on the farm but also looking at the agronomic consultants you're working with, those that are developing that nutrient management plan, looking at those fields and determining what those setbacks are from wells, from sinkholes, uh, from streams, et cetera. Not only those folks, but the engineering folks, those designing 
the runoff treatment systems from your feed pad that are designing the manure storage itself, everybody being on the same page and understanding what changes are coming down the pike, but also how the regulatory agencies and the Department of Ag from the engineering side of things are interpreting the rules. It's really good to know what's going on, where things are going, so that you can be prepared and do things the right way rather than submit some paperwork and realize, oops, if I'd known this, we could have done it this way and saved quite a bit of money. So if I'm looking at some uh, different practices, a new piece of equipment or something like that in 2019, I definitely want to bring those ideas or those plans to these meetings and at least get an initial look, huh? Well, no, I don't know that you want to bring in your three-ring binder, three inches (laughs) thick with your blueprints and that kind of thing here. But really, okay, maybe I'm thinking about putting in another feed bunker. Maybe I'm thinking about putting in another manure storage, at least having an idea of the things maybe you want to do over the next two to three years, understanding how that's going to impact the permit itself, asking a few questions, well, when do I actually start needing to work with the agency if I'm thinking that I want to make a change, whether it's build something new or modify something existing, it's a chance where the DNR engineers, the DNR folks that are doing the permit, both at the state level, the intake, but the local regional folks that you're going to be working with as well, all in the same place, a chance to ask them some questions, either privately over a donut or coffee during the break or during the general session as well. Right. Now, I also noticed that uh, aside from, you know, again, the updates and making sure we're all proactive if we're growing our farms, you also mentioned something about discussing some low-cost options when it comes to these permits. Again, going back to the financial responsibility, uh, these these uh, CAFOs have already done a lot of due diligence even before this meeting just to get their operations going. What kind of other lower-cost options are you thinking about there, Kevin? Well, this is really an interesting discussion because we've had this as we've been putting this meeting together, and what we find is that farmers are some of the best innovators out there, and a lot of times uh, there'll be a very expensive concrete uh, steel re-rod intensive type of solution to something, but the DNR themselves have find, found that a lot of times farmers themselves come up with something much more cost-effective, much more creative that does the same thing. And so what the DNR is going to be doing here is kind of bringing in sort of a list of what they've seen work very successfully on medium and large-sized operations that are either low-cost to put in in the first place or are going to be low-cost in terms of ongoing maintenance that are going to help those producers really keep costs under control but look at ways they can meet their permit requirements as well. Now, you mentioned earlier, Kevin, that this is obviously designed for those folks that are already managing a 1,000 animal units or more CAFOs, concentrated animal feeding operations. You also mentioned that anybody that might be crossing into that arena is uh, welcome to join us. Have you ever gotten any idea how many of those uh, next phase folks are in the wings in Wisconsin ready to expand if economic conditions should improve? Well, it's interesting that you say that because I think that there's probably at least one operation that's considering it or close to that for everyone that currently has a permit. But the current livestock and dairy economy has really got producers out there rethinking a lot of things. I've talked to a number of producers over the past few months that had contracted their heifers out to somebody else and are saying, you know, 
Maybe it's lower cost if I bring them back into my existing operation. And doing something like that may trigger you being over that permit threshold. And so I always caution folks to be looking at how many animals you currently have and planning out how many animals you might have if you do some of these things. Because obviously it's not a case of, you know, I want to bring these back, I'm going to start building the building, and the day before I truck the heifers back to the facility, that's the day I start the process of getting a permit. It's something where you need to plan out, usually it's six to nine months in advance, working with the county land and water conservation department on the manure storage, any permits the county may have, but also the DNR as well. And so, you know, just pop in the question, you know, if I bring the heifers back or if I buy a farm that's in financial distress a couple of miles away and use their facilities, split the herd up, what does that do to my permit requirements? Those are all questions that producers need to be asking before they pull the trigger on any financial or animal management decision. Just on that note, Kevin, any idea how we're doing on handling the actual paperwork of these uh, permitting processes? Uh, that, Like you said, it can get kind of complicated in that. Are we staying ahead of the curve when it comes to handling these in a timely fashion? So there's two aspects to that. One is obviously the DNR uh, workload on their end of things. I know they've hired staff and are fully more staff now than they were several months ago in certain parts of the state, particularly the Northwest. I know they're fully staffed now. So that's part of it. But I think part of it, too, is that a lot of times in the current dairy economy, a lot of folks are saying, well, I'll worry about paying my consultant to do that. I'll bring them in when I've got the money. And really, we need to be proactive about getting all the paperwork together ahead of time uh, before we go in as much as possible, because in the long run, that's going to be a big time and cost savings for everybody. All right, we've got these meetings for our larger animal units coming up starting February 4th in Green Bay. That's Kevin Erb. He's University Extension Conservation Professional Training Program Director. He will be in the room along with DNR officials and other administrative leaders to make sure that these farms, the regulatory side of things, and uh, folks with good ideas are all coming together starting February 4th in Green Bay, continuing through February 13th in Rice Lake. I'm Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. The Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association invites you to join us for our annual winter conference held at Chula Vista Resort in Wisconsin Dells. Held February 8th and 9th, spend the day learning and networking during our Cattlemen's Educational Series. Make sure to stay for our Beef and Brews Reception, Recognition Program hosted by Pam Yonke, and Evening Entertainment from Milk House Radio. The Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association gives a voice to our state's beef producers on a local and national level. Visit WisconsinCattlemen.com to become a member and register for the conference. Whether you are going on a short vacation or consider yourself a snowbird, it is important to prep your home before you leave. Madison Area Crime Stoppers and the Madison Police Department Crime Prevention Unit have 10 safety tips for you. Number one, make sure all of your exterior doors and windows are locked and then double check them all. Number two, make sure someone will shovel your sidewalk. Number three, have someone you trust check on your house every day or every other day. Number four, leave a contact number with a neighbor in case of an emergency. 
Tip number five, stop your mail and newspapers. Number six, make sure you have lights set on automatic timers and install exterior motion lights if you don't have them. Number seven, encourage a neighbor with more than one vehicle to park their vehicle in your driveway or garage. Number eight, don't mention that you're away on social media sites. Not only does it tell thieves you're away, but it's free information for scammers. Tip number nine, make an inventory list with photos of all your valuables. And tip number 10, make sure to sign up for Madison Police Department's vacation watch service. You can visit at madisonpolice.com for more information. Come visit with us. We'll come to you, or you can simply go online and pre-plan your wishes. This is Pete Gunderson. Pre-planning relieves your family of additional stress and allows you to make all of the personal decisions yourself. Plus, if you own a current plan elsewhere, it's transferable to Gunderson. Learn more at gundersonfh.com. Your hometown life celebration center. Gunderson Her case IH may not start, but she will. This is a farm report with Pam Yankee. 521, let's get at it. It is a bitterly cold start to a frigid Friday. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. It is flat out dangerous out there this morning. It's cold. There's a wind chill advisory in effect for the entire state of Wisconsin. A wind chill warning in far northwest Illinois. High pressure is going to keep it pretty quiet today. The weekend, those temperatures climb a little. We'll start toward next week with some new snow. I'll have forecast details right after this. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. And as a cooperative, our member owners understand this firsthand through benefits like our patronage program, which gives profits back to member owners. Learn more at Compeer.com. Trademarks of Compeer Financial and Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. This is Ty Gaffney. I would like to invite you to my family's Angus Bull Sale on February 2nd in Partyville, Wisconsin. We are selling our best black Angus bulls. They rank in the top 15% for birth weight, weaning weight, and dollar beef. The sale starts at 2 p.m. at the Brenneman Bull Barn. Look us up online. The Gaffney and Lynn's families are looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, February 2nd in Partyville. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. All right, Stu, how about that fork? Well, how about some sun today, although partly sunny in the south, Madison. There may even be a flurry in southern Wisconsin this afternoon. Otherwise, cold today, just above zero, two, maybe five above at La Crosse. West winds at five to ten and quite chilly with the wind chill advisory. Partly cloudy overnight, 10, 12 below, even a bit cooler in the valleys with the northwest winds. Partly sunny Saturday, oh, almost eight or ten above. And by Sunday, partly sunny back around six, eight above. Could be a little light snow building in. There could be some accumulations, a couple of inches to start the week, Pam. Oh, sub-zero, though, all the way through. All right, Stu, thanks. Stay warm. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with those brisk, nasty weather details. I'm not going to tell you the wind chill. Let's go this way. In La Crosse, you're clear. Minus 9. That's on the thermometer. 
Mauston, you're clear, minus 9. Madison, clear and minus 9. Fond du Lac, clear, minus 8. Oshkosh, clear and minus 8. And folks, like I said, it's just flat-out dangerous. Many schools this morning are either canceled or uh, running delayed just because in, with these kinds of sub-zero temperatures, the kids can't be outside for any period of time without putting them at risk for uh, frostbite. So be careful. And, of course, farmers, I know you got to be out there, but please take care of yourself and, of course, take care of those animals. It's 525. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. We decided we wanted to get married, and for that you need a ring. So when I thought about it, I knew the only place I wanted to go was our family jeweler. And I felt that was important for her. I know Chalmers always does great custom design. I knew exactly what I wanted, and I wanted it the way Chalmers did it. They know how to make a customer feel like the only customer they've ever had. I was blown away. It was better than what I had originally had in my head. It was beautiful, and I couldn't stop looking at it. And even now, I still look at my hand and smile. She loves her engagement ring. The next step is we're going back to Chalmers and having them customize our wedding bands. For now, we're really enjoying what they did with the engagement ring. When my friends see it, they all gasp. (laughs) They think it's gorgeous. And Madison. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. If you'd rather be fishing, well, now's your chance. The Zone is inviting you to go walleye fishing with Ballard's Resort on Minnesota's Lake of the Woods. Our adventure begins Friday, June 28th to Tuesday, July 2nd. Check it out. Everything is included. Three days of guided walleye fishing. Round trip motor coach transportation from Madison. Four nights lodging. Meals. Your rods, reels, bait, and tackle. Fishing processing. And even your taxes. This adventure is only $825 per person if you sign up before March 15th. Space is limited, so call 1-800-776-2675 or go to BallardsResort.com to hold your spot. Wow. This trip will sell out, so don't miss the boat. Oh, God. Oh my God. Get ready to experience big time fishing with your friends in northern Minnesota with Ballard's Resort and The Zone. 
Celebrating 100 years, the Wisconsin Farm Bureau. It's a grassroots organization of people just like you and me who care about keeping agriculture strong. Joining the Farm Bureau can also qualify you for a number of money-saving member benefits that include discounts on insurance, travel, even equipment. Farm Bureau proud for 100 years. Become a member today at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual is excited to announce the Rural Mutual Farm Dividend Program. The first of its kind in the state. They know how hard you work, so they want to reward you. Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program rewards farmers for their loyalty and dedication with up to a 5% dividend. And since Rural Mutual only does business in Wisconsin, premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. To learn more about Rural Mutual's Farm Dividend Program and how you may qualify, please contact a rural agent or visit RuralMutual.com. If you've been injured in a bad crash, you might think the facts are so clear that you don't need an attorney. Big mistake. Insurance companies have many arguments to reduce settlements, no matter how clear the claim may seem. I'm John Rihala. At Clifford & Rihala, we have the experience you need to take on those arguments and win. Recent example. A young woman was driving when an oncoming car crossed the center line and crashed into her head-on. She was severely injured and paralyzed and needed experienced lawyers. Though her case seemed clear, the insurance companies still came up with lots of reasons why they didn't want to pay. We fought for her and made sure she and her family received the full compensation they deserved. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hard-working, skilled attorneys, fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. Visiting with our Packer insider, Rob Reichel, bombiganfootballforbes.com, which leaves kind of the last spot, Rob, in that special teams, and that's like a punchline of a joke uh, in Wisconsin for the last four years is seeing special teams in the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, a lot of people thought, you know, with Ron Zook having the job for four years, net, yet never having more than a 17th-rated special team set, that Mike McCarthy didn't care enough about the special teams. Uh, do, do you think Lafleur does that speak to that? That this is the last one he's hired that he cares the most, or is it just that he cares the least because hey, I got to get the offense, I got to get Rogers happy, I got to figure out all these position coaches, and oh, I'll, I'll I'll deal with special teams later. Like the fact that they settled on that coach hired, does that you look at that as a positive or a negative? No, I think it's a huge negative, Joe. I, you know, they lost out on the bidding war, I, and I and I don't understand why the Packers would lose on any bidding war whatsoever. They have a license in Green Bay to print money, and uh, for them not to use some of it for the special teams coach that that was leaving Miami, and it, and it puts Green Bay back in a position, Joe, where they're going to do one of two things here: they're either going to hire a college guy uh, who's going to be completely new to the NFL, would be my best guess, or they're going to hire somebody else's assistant. Uh, and, and roll the dice and hope that that works out well. You know, Joe, you, you mentioned the Ron Zook era, which is obviously going to be very, very forgettable uh, in, in Green Bay here. But, but, I mean, you can trace it back to Slocum and, um, you know, just uh, Mike Stock. I mean, they've, they've had a number of guys here. The last real legitimate special teams coach that had any level of success was John uh, uh, Bonamago, Bonamago, who, by Bonamago the way, was the out there, and he ended up picking the Lions over the Packers. A lot of people thought he should come back. Were you surprised I, that he wasn't in the mix? I, I absolutely agree, Joe. He did a really good job when he was here with, with Mike Sherman's people in the early O's. Um, and, and really, since Mike McCarthy got in there, Joe, I think there was one year, maybe it was like 06, 
seven. When they reached the NFC Championship game, they were seventh, I think, in the league. But other than that, Joe, they were in the bottom half. And I think I think McCarthy's all, they're, they're going to be thirty second. They were thirty second this this week. Uh, it came out in Rick Goslin's uh, special teams ranking. If, if you don't know who that is, he does a really good job with the Dallas Morning News breaking it down. Uh, it's kind of the the Bible of special teams rankings. And I I think Joe four times McCarthy's groups were thirty first or thirty second. And overall, I think their ranking was 25th. So McCarthy either never took it seriously enough or never found the right people to do the job there. It's, it's a huge part. I mean, guys, we, we watched every game closely last year. Many of us watched them two and three different times. I mean, the, the airs, the guffaws that Green Bay had on, on special teams, I mean, I could write a book about it, guys. It was, it was that, like you said, Joe, it was, it was comical. It was a Keystone Cops thing week in and week out and in and each week you kind of said well well who's going to get zook this week and how they're going to get him right and it you know it was it was at the end of the year my god it was uh kickers throwing touchdowns right in, in the lions <laughs> game it was it was unbelievable guys or, or snappers i mean uh holders it, it was it was just an absolute joke the way green bay played special teams well Flores, smart guy obviously understands uh they can't have anything resembling that nothing close to it and and guys, the, the teams that usually, I mean, history shows this, the teams that usually are playing in January are in the top half of special teams. It's, it's, it's a uh, completely overlooked part of the game to a lot of football teams, and, and that's a mistake, guys. I mean, you watched it in the New England game and how Belichick and his people absolutely schooled uh, Mike McCarthy and Ron Zook that day, and, and that was a huge reason New England beat the Packers uh, in that 31-17 game, and, and Belichick and his people will probably be up to something in the Super Bowl again. We know the Rams have been up to a lot, guys, with, with special teams. So good special teams play, as, as you guys well know, go a long way, and LaFleur's got to find the right guy. Well, Robbie, you, you brought up a point of, like, the you know, that Rizzi left, and to me, they left after a great meeting, and, like, the Packers didn't want to pay him money, and I saw this tweet. He didn't get low-balled. He got rust-balled. <laughs> like what? What's your like take that. on Russ Ball in these contracts? Like he isn't he like the ultimate bean counter, the guy that will pinch every penny? Here's what he is, Evo, and and he's a Ted Thompson disciple, as we all know, and Ted, and Ted operated this exact same way. He draws a line in the sand, and rarely does he move from that line. I mean, I can think of a couple examples where they budged here or there. Nick Perry, they budged on, and. And we can look back and say, boy, what a mistake that was. And, and there, there have been a few players along the way, guys. But for the most part, they put a value on a player. They put a value on a coach. They, you know, they, 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 put a, they put a number on them in some capacity and say, all right, here's what we think the value is. And, and if the two sides can't come to an agreement on that, a lot of times there just isn't a lot of flexibility, Evo. And uh, I, I'm almost positive that that's what would have happened here in, in the special teams. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Boy, I hope you plugged the block heaters in last night because she is wicked cold out there this morning. It's 535. We're looking for daytime highs today. Not better than zero. Wind chills today will crash to minus 10, minus 20 degrees, and it'll be even worse tonight into tomorrow morning. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a frigid Friday going into the weekend. So on this date, back in 1924, the first Winter Olympic Games were played. They were in France back in 1924. 1947, they say this is the date when the first arcade game was patented. Uh, Thomas Goldsmith's cathode ray tube amusement device, considered the predecessor of all the video games we've got today. And uh, back in 1977, the world's first solar power plant 
was opened up. So there you go. Just a couple tidbits to get you started this morning. Well, a lot of folks are excited about what's coming up February 3rd. Uh, Maybe you're looking forward to the football game. Maybe it's the commercials. Maybe it's the party in between Super Bowl Sunday, an event all its own. And you know what? This year, you could see advertisements from our Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Talked about it with Sue Fanning. Sue is the Chief Marketing Officer for Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. She says that they are going to try to get as much bang for the buck for Wisconsin dairy farmers and their dairy products during Super Bowl Sunday as they can. Well, we know it's one of the top five cheesy holidays of the year. And we did a little bit of research and we found out that Americans buy about 88 million pounds of cheese over Super Bowl week. And for us, we wanted to make sure that when they're buying cheese, they're actually buying Wisconsin cheese. So we wanted to give them reasons to talk about Wisconsin cheese and we wanted to give them ways to share their love. So we're doing it in a variety of different ways this year. Yeah, one thing that people will automatically say, now wait a minute, am I going to see an, an, a commercial in the Super Bowl? People, people. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, exceptionally responsible with Dairy Farmers checkoff money. I'm guessing that an actual placement in the Super Bowl would be out of our spend. But you guys have been very creative on how you're going to reach consumers. Tell me about your plan. We sure are trying to be creative and be responsible. (laughs) You are going to see it. If you are in the state of Wisconsin, you will very likely see our latest commercial during the Super Bowl. We are going to be airing it in major markets like Milwaukee, Green Bay, La Crosse, Wausau, Minneapolis. Um, And we're going to even have it in Madison in pregame. The other ones, it'll be during the game. If you miss it, you can also see the commercial at WisconsinCheese.com. Now, if you're not in the state of Wisconsin, you still have a great chance of seeing it because we are turning up the digital so folks all over the country will be able to view our anthem. And it's beautiful. It features some cheesemakers walking over a hill, placing the beautiful Wisconsin cheese onto a harvest table in the middle of a field. Um, And it just gives some of our major talking points about why Wisconsin is so very special. And for those folks that aren't necessarily entwined in how we do it, you've got some great recipes that you're encouraging them to use as part of their Super Bowl celebrations. We sure do. We know that people are cooking with that cheese. And so we wanted to share some great recipe inspiration with them. And we're very excited because this is all outside of Wisconsin. I'm sure you've some of you have seen our cooking segments in the state of Wisconsin. But this is all going to be outside. So this is new for us. This is a new initiative to make sure that we're doing this on local stations all over the country. And we're excited to announce that for Super Bowl week, you will see see segments on Fox, on CW, on a variety of different stations, all the way from New York to Los Angeles. Uh, We're going to reach about 4.8 million viewers with Wisconsin cheese recipes. And that uh, actual preparation on air? uh, Yes, it is. We have a great uh, football cheese ball that we're going to (laughs) share. It is very, very cute, very, very Instagrammable, and which is what consumers definitely love, um, and totally delicious. So we think it's going to be Pretty fabulous for us. So let's talk about how our retailers are engaged in this process. Without those in-store demos, point-of-purchase information tidbits, or those recipes that they'll be seeing, 
uh, we're nothing. So tell us what retailers are doing, Sue. Well, we're really exciting. Our channel team put together an entire playbook on uh, different promotions that folks can have throughout the year. And there's one all about game day recipes. And so I've handed you a copy of it. You can check it out. The football on the cover is actually the one that we're going to be making on TV stations across the country. The cheesy enchilada dip that you'll see in there was our, our biggest recipe um, that we had of all time. People were are really into these game day recipes. So we're, we're confident it's just going to be a hit. Sue Fanning is the Chief Marketing Officer with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. They are looking to get big bang for our Dairy Farmers Bucks during Super Bowl Sunday with all their promotion across the United States and through social media. Now, you can find some of those recipes Sue was talking about to plan your Super Bowl party at wisconsincheese.com or find out about your checkoff dollars online, wisconsindairy.org. Markets are coming up. Here's a little tire trivia for you. Did you realize that the actual surface area that makes contact between a tire and the road is really pretty small? For a passenger tire, it's only about the size of a postcard. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City, where everything is all under one roof. So you think about that postcard when you're driving on Wisconsin's icy, wintry roads. Will it protect you? Will it protect your family, keep you out of the ditch? My friends at McFarland's can not only evaluate the tires you're currently using, but they can get you set up with brand new ones. And it doesn't matter whether it's autos, pickup trucks, large trucks, bicycles, snowblowers, garden tractors. They've got it all under one roof, and they're ready to take care of you. So when it comes to doing battle with Mother Nature and Wisconsin roads, when you're looking for good traction and safe travel, Look to my friends at McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street, just off Highway 12, in the heart of Sauk City. And now it's time for another Focus on Energy flashback. No matter what you're doing on the farm, a remodel, an upgrade, uh, anything like that, and maybe possible new construction, you should always call the Focus on Energy advisors in advance because you guys have the trained eye on where to look for those kind of energy savings and especially those bonuses, double bonuses. Yes, not only do we have the two dairy energy specialists, but we also have 12 energy advisors located throughout the state to help those customers get in on those first uh, planning meetings to make sure that we get as many incentives for the farmers as we can because Lord knows that they need it right now. Boy, for sure. FocusOnEnergy.com is the website. I always encourage you, uh, whether you're working with an electrician, a builder, anybody in the trades, make sure you ask them early on, hey, are you a part of the Focus on Energy program? Do you know our Focus on Energy advisor? Many, many will. Partnering with Wisconsin Utilities. Focus on Energy. Learn more at FocusOnEnergy.com. A farm couple from Winona, Minnesota have been named the Organic Farmers of the Year. They'll be recognized during the 30th Annual Moses Organic Farming Conference in La Crosse on February 21st. Jim Riddle and Joyce Ford have been named the Organic Farmers of the Year. You can find more out on my website now, fabulousfarmbabe.net. Markets are pretty quiet overnight. December corn right now up a half, 401 and a quarter. November new crop beans down a penny and a half at 955. July wheat, that's up a half at 534 and a half per bushel. Barrel and black cheese were unchanged yesterday. Double A butter gained a quarter of a cent, 222 and a quarter per pound. February milk is three cents stronger at 1397. March milk's unchanged at 1412 a hundredweight. You got to get out to August before we see fluid milk contracts break. That's $16 mark. We'll take a quick break. Back with our friends from Focus on Energy next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 
Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. We do everything to make your life easy, from packing to storage to cleaning service. Above Average Moving also does in-state, out-of-state, residential, and commercial moving. That's why we say, no worries, less stress, we got this. Above Average Moving is your award-winning medicine mover with the highest reviews, free online estimates, and full cleaning service. Above Average Moving, no worries, less stress, we got this. Visit AboveAverageMoving.com. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at EnergySavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. I-39 Supply, your weekend warrior warehouse. I-39 Supply's word of the day, mushroom. Man, you look in that snowmobile trailer. So mushroom. Trailers and more, five miles south of Portage, I-39supply.com. She knows which came first, the chicken or the egg. This is exciting news to me. It's time for the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Time again to visit with our friends from Focus on Energy. Now remember, Focus on Energy is that program that's been brought together by the Public Service Commission as well as our utilities across the state. The goal, trying to save you energy on the farm and in your agribusiness. And we talked with the staff from Focus on Energy. Twelve of our advisors all across the state ready to help you with everything from energy audits right on through to that new construction, whatever you're looking at. If there's energy involved, you want to talk to our friends at Focus on Energy. And here's a bright new face for you. Kevin Weiler is in the Marshfield area. The latest addition of the Focus on Energy staff. He is a dairy energy specialist. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Kevin. Where'd you come from? What's your background? My name is Kevin Weiler. I've grown up in central Wisconsin. I grew up on a small dairy with 40 cows, and I've worked in the milking industry for 21 years, selling milking equipment at various dealers throughout the state. Excellent. Well, that makes you a very good dairy energy specialist, because today we want to focus in on something that (laughs) unfortunately, I don't think a lot of dairies spend time on, and that is maintenance. You know, we get busy, Kevin, and uh, suddenly something's broke before we've had a a chance to maintain it. What do you do when you show up on a dairy? How do you drive the point home on regular maintenance being so important? Compressor maintenance is one of the most important things that can happen on your dairy. Many dairymen don't realize that that compressor needs annual tune-ups. And the annual tune-ups consist of checking the freon levels, the heat recover, cover unit capacitors, and making sure that equipment is cooling like it should be cooling the milk. Lots of times it, they wait until a hot day, and then they call their dealer and say, hey, you know, my milk's not getting cold, 
So why not get on top of this and use the focus on energy incentive you know, to help you offset the cost of that compressor tune-up? So talk to me a little bit about the incentives because many times we're looking at uh, actual physical purchases, actual fans we're buying or things like that. How does Focus on Energy help me with these uh, maintenance issues and those compressors? Focus on Energy this year in 2019, we are offering uh, $50 per condensing unit. You know, many of the larger dairies are going to have two condensing units. Some of the smaller are going to have one condensing unit. But last year we did $50 per farm. This year we're offering it $50 per condensing unit. And we're cleaning out these radiators, checking these problems. You know, a lot of times saving the dairyman a service call, catching it before it becomes an issue. And, you know, Focus on Energy helps offset that with doing some incentive money. Do we have a lot of our farm equipment suppliers that are doing this on a routine basis? Most of the trade allies and dealers that I have worked, they always offer this project, uh, this promotion in the spring. You know, they do it and offer it before the hot weather. And most of them participate and offer this type of service. Well, we definitely don't have hot weather weather stress in that system now. Let's talk a little bit about that refrigeration tune-up and a closer look at some of the questions we might want to ask our farm equipment suppliers. You know, one thing, Kevin, is I think it's important that dairy farms, the dairy managers, stay engaged in the maintenance process. Uh, Don't just have the trucks show up and and walk away from them. Maybe uh, make sure you know what you're looking for. What are some of the key components of good refrigeration tune-ups that you like to see? Just a good refrigeration tune-up. They're going to be cleaning and inspecting condenser coils, evaporator coils, drain pans, and fans. They're going to be replacing screens, grills, filters, and dryer cores. They're checking the refrigerant to make sure it's not overcharged or undercharged, and checking capacitors as well to make sure everything's tight and all line voltages. Mm-hmm. Now, we mentioned earlier and uh, have been talking about it since the new calendar year, all the great incentives that Focus on Energy has put together. So let's talk a little bit on what uh, you can do routinely to maintain this equipment and then how Focus on Energy steps in. We've got variable speed drives on our milk pumps. Tell us a little bit more on some of those uh, those items that need attention more often than not, Kevin, and how... Uh, Focus on energy helps. Well, this year we have doubled our incentive on vacuum pump VFD drives. Last year we were doing $5 a cow. This year we're up to $10 per cow. And it's helping some of these farms, you know, get a return on investment in under two years on a new vacuum system with a variable speed drive. And they're also going to save money on their electric bill. And it's not just in the milk house. It's really anywhere around the farm. For example, we've got a lot of farm equipment with this sub-zero weather that we're dealing with around the state. Block heaters are pretty important. That is also encompassed in Focus on Energy. We do offer the block heaters as well, and the block heater basically just turns on to warm up that tractor to get the tractor. It's going to start, you know, on those nice cold days when you forget to plug the tractor, and the block heater is going to take care of that and, you know, it's going to pay for itself in a couple months. Well, and it also improves our air quality. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, where you put your emphasis when you do these on-farm visits. Kevin, again, uh, Kevin Wheeler's along with us. He's a dairy energy specialist, brand new to the team for Focus on Energy. He's headquartered in Marshfield. So let's talk a little bit about how you approach your on-farm visits. Where do you start, Kevin? What do you look at first? Well, what I look at first is, actually, I don't even look at it. It's what I hear first. A lot of times is with that vacuum pump, you'll 
walk into their utility room and that vacuum pump is running as loud as it possibly can, drawing as much you know, energy as it possibly can. So I'll look at that vacuum pump, and that's a way to save some money on that electric bill. I'll also look at you know waters in the freestall barn. If they put a low-element wa- um, water in there, we're going to do some incentive on money on that, and that's going to save you some money in the long run, too. So there's probably not many square feet of a dairy barn or a dairy facility or really any agribusiness facility where you can't come up with an idea on how they can save money, huh? Whether it's LED lights, something on the milking equipment, something for watering the cattle, you know, fans for your animals, uh, Focus on Energy does have it covered. Now give us a sense. We, we said that the brand-new 2019 catalog is out. If people don't want to try to chase you or one of the other energy advisors down to physically get their hands on it, they can download a copy off of the website. Again, focusonenergy.com uh, backslash agribusiness. Uh, what else do you remind people about? That agribusiness catalog has got some great incentives, new programs, not just for dairy but for any agribusiness. That that agribusiness catalog is great for, you know, dairy and any agriculture, you know, facility. And you can get those catalogs from us. You can get them off our website, like you mentioned, Pam. Your trade allies have worked with the program, and they will have catalogs sitting there. And, you know, it's just a great program to promote the focus on energy, incentive money to help the dairymen. Um, save some money on an electric bill. And just always remember that you need to work with your focus on energy advisors sooner as opposed to later. Don't start making decisions on equipment that you want to buy or replace and then go to your focus on energy advisors. You'd rather be involved from day one, right, Kevin? We would we love to be involved from day one to make sure that you're buying the most energy efficient equipment. With some of the equipment, it needs to be on our qualifying product list with fans, and you know the waters don't have you know can't have a heating element on them as well, or uh, it's got to be under 250 watts. And whether it's a lighting project, it's got to be a DLC approved light. Mm-hmm. But you guys take care of all the specs that way. All I need to do is tell you what I'm thinking about, and you guys kind of take it from there, don't you? Exactly. We'll sit with the dairyman and we'll, you know, he'll show us what fans or something he's looking at purchasing and we will make sure that it, you know, is on the qualifying product list. You bet. Giving them options. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin Weiler, welcome to the Focus on Energy family. He is our dairy specialist, one of our dairy specialists up in Marshfield, but ready to travel to your farm wherever you are in the state of Wisconsin. And like we said, we've got the 2019 bonus catalogs out for agribusinesses. And that's not just dairy folks remember grain operations uh, greenhouses they cover it all with focus on energy you can find more online focusonenergy.com backslash agribusiness you can find those local energy advisors near you or you can also give them a call toll free 888-947-7828 that's 888-947-7828 kevin weiler our dairy energy